Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. And I'm Michael Tabor. Michael, we're going to be dipping our toes this week into the culture, if you will, the Migos album, but also other things and controversies (laughs) that are happening. Thank you. Thank you. Michael, what else are we talking about this week? Uh, Well, you know, it's important whenever we discuss culture to also remember that our culture is at war. That's right. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Uh, We are going to be diving into some conservative Christian controversies, because let me tell you, they have been coming fast and furious the past (laughs) handful of weeks. I'm kind of amazed in a world where like purity culture kids are like shooting people to death that uh, this is the thing that we're all choosing to focus on. Uh, But the Christians have been big mad about a lot of different stuff. Uh, So we're going to go through some of the highlights of the last three scandals. I'm talking Dr. Seuss being canceled. Oh, no. Uh, I know. Really crazy. You can no longer get green eggs nor ham anywhere in America. (laughs) Imagine an America where you couldn't get ham. We would literally commit genocide (laughs) first. It would be a better world. Yeah, but like there's no... I I love ham and ham-related products, but it would be a better world if Americans just swore off ham. If you were banned from ham, it would be a better country. If I personally was banned from ham, the country would heal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh we're also going to be taking a look at skillet frontman John Cooper, um, you know, seller of male grooming products and hot takes, uh, comparing <laughs> Cardi B and Megan The Stallion's WAP performance at the Grammys to, you know, Hitler. The, I mean, it's right there. You know, I, I, you can't. What are you supposed to do? You walk away from in bo- an obvious In both cases, analogy? there's a fair amount of choreography. <laughs> And then finally, the big one, uh, the thing that has been dominating the news cycle this week. (laughs) I'm talking, of course, about climate change. Uh, The world is ending. (laughs) No, of course we're not talking about climate change. We're talking about Lil Nas X uh, going down to hell and murdering Satan. Nice. Uh, But that being a bad thing because reasons and also shoes. Somehow we're going to be talking about shoes. Guys. (sighs) Damn it. We don't have Abdul in this one, though. (laughs) uh, Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to do another shoe talk, but here we are. This is this is the culture <laughs> war. This is this is the space that we're in. Uh, so yeah, let's maybe start with the oldest of these. You know, all the way back to mid February, twenty twenty one. Uh, when the Dr. Seuss estate quietly ceased publication of six books that nobody ever read or gave a shit about from the Dr. <laughs> Seuss back catalog. That's my favorite part of this, is that he wasn't canceled. No one started talking about this. The, the this is, is, like, go ahead. No, exactly. Like there is, there is no reason for this to be a news story. Uh, this is essentially uh, like losing access digitally to like a Creed live show from two thousand and four <laughs> at like some shitty state fair. Uh, like that is that is the level of importance this is. Nobody cared about these books, and I actually have some facts about that. To prove that point, because you see, Dr. Seuss still sells really well in general. Oh, of course. Uh, last year alone, Green Eggs and Ham, 338,000 copies. Wow. Nice. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, coming in at a close, uh, just behind at 311,000 copies. Holy shit. And oh, the places you'll go topped half mm. a million last year. Oh, my God. Get that, secure that bag, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Dr. Seuss has secured the bag in perpetuity. <laughs> this has been going on for a long time. By comparison, one of the only, one of these six books that was canceled, uh, or <laughs> that was canceled, that they stopped <laughs> a publication on, one of the few that you could even buy anymore, and uh, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, uh, sold five thousand last year. Still more than I prefer, <laughs> but yeah, not that many. <laughs> I'm just saying. I that, do like, wonder what parents are like. Man, we we really need to get some anti-Semitism into our kids. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's probably a lot more than five thousand. <laughs> That's uh, true. That's true. This so is- okay. What does this mean mm-hmm. to have these six books pulled? Uh, if you ask one Tucker Carlson, the end of America. Wow, I. I am surprised about that, <laughs> given that he can't read. 
Oh, man. Uh, we actually, Zach, we haven't talked about Tucker on this podcast before, I think. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I think it's because, first of all, we tend to go after libs. But secondly, he's so, I mean, like, John John, John Oliver did an entire episode about him. He's such a ubiquitous face of the, like, white, white supremacist, right? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Uh you're right. It gets covered a lot of places. Uh, we do go after libs, but we also go after a lot of conservative, like hyper-conservative Christian folks. And Tucker does fit into that mold. Like, uh, it's not his main thing, but he is a lifelong Episcopalian, which, sorry, what? Episcopalians, you're canceled. You Damn. can't have him. You can't have Tucker in your space. Oh, do you remember? Oh, man. We can decide <laughs> if this goes in the pot after this. Do you remember when one of the elders of our church went on Tucker Carlson? That I think about that all the time, and uh, that it, the church just decided that was fine, and uh, other things were cool. And then we left. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that was like one of the early warning signs. That was such an interesting church because the head pastor was like pretty cool overall. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then the it was a it was a purple church, and I just I will never I, I will never attend another purple church. All of their bluster about like we need to have a diversity of opinions, like no, no, you really don't. <laughs> you really don't need to spend all your time arguing about whether or not Black Lives do indeed matter. You really don't have to do that. That is not actually what a healthy church looks like. Hey, look, leftists have a diversity of opinions too. Have you seen us on Twitter? Dude, actually, though, actually, though, uh, <laughs> Melissa Flora Bixler, who we've talked about before, you know, she's a Mennonite minister in Raleigh. Her church does a ton of yeah. anti-activism. And she was like, um, our church argues about shit all the time. We're just arguing about, like, how to do this work better. Like, it's like it's there's not lacking in diversity amidst churches committed to actually doing good shit yeah, but- instead of just spending all their time arguing about really basic concepts. Look, some leftists believe that you know you start with socialism and some free some private enterprise exists cool people like me think those people should be executed there's diversity of opinion <laughs> guns comma girls go uh okay back on topic to tucker uh which you know we could spend the rest of this podcast and the all rest of the podcast the rest on. of our lives I, <laughs> I think the thing i'm gonna assume that most of our listeners have at least some familiarity with tucker carlson and say that the thing that is so dare i say genuinely impressive it's upsetting it's wrong it's evil but it is very impressive how i could watch tucker for three minutes and he could hit like 15 of his different biggest talking points talking about Dr. Seuss. And I do think there is like a horrible evil talent in how he is able to make everything about white supremacy, America, a return to imagined past. So let's get into it. He is, I um, mean, he he is great at his job. Like he, he yeah. has his points and he only talks about those points. Yeah, great at his job, at hiring actual white supremacists to be his head writers for years. You know, there there's a lot of things that Tucker is really good at, although his voice actually makes me want to parody myself. Like, I just, I know you've kind of had issues with, like, Trump voice and not yeah, really true. enjoying hearing Trump speak. That is Tucker Carlson for me. There's just the nasaliness that goes into that, uh, I w- I combined say- with the smugness. Uh, the, the smugness ugh. is real. Ben Shapiro is that for me, too. Particularly when Ben, like, makes an argument that is rooted in nothing but ignorance and uh, various fallacies. And he's just like, hey, what is voting? But waiting in line at Disney. It's like, those. that's a false analogy, you fucking dipshit. But you said it really fast. It's voting even... Should should voting be allowed if we do not agree that you need to be de- dehydrated <laughs> for at least 18 hours beforehand? I mean... That's how he ended up being that height. True story. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Desperately on topic. No, no, uh, no. Continue. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! I forgot. I forgot the most important Tucker Carlson fact. He's a deadhead. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to prove, like, in one fell swoop, that the hippie revolution was doomed from the start. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, it's Tucker to, Carlson is a deadhead. <laughs> or listen to any of their music. Like, I don't have 17 minutes for a song. All right. Like, fuck off. Okay. Tucker Carlson has some thoughts. He says they, you know, the the eponymous they, uh, yeah. that can mean you know, okay, socialists, we, Biden, anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think in this in this case, it's specifically referring to those academic revolutionaries. Uh, he said they're banning Dr. Seuss not because he's racist, but because he wasn't. What? <laughs> 
That's right. That's right. That's that's what this is about. Not getting rid of like some, you know, just gross characters. It's like fine, whatever. Like I'm glad they're gone, but like. Be, they're banning him because he wasn't racist, and then he goes off talking about the Sneeches. Zach, how familiar are how familiar are you with the Sneeches? Vaguely, but why don't you explain it to me? The Sneeches are a children's one of Seuss's children's books about uh, you know these bird people, and they some of them have stars on their coat, and some of them don't. And the st- even though they're all the same, the star winds are treated super differently, and they get to make all the rules. And then at various points, the stars go out of favor, and so everyone's trying to get their stars taken off and back on. And at the end, we learn that everybody's the same underneath, and the stars don't matter. Aww. That's the Sneeches. Uh, it's it's a uh, you know, at least for its time, a pretty good take on uh, on on racism. But it, you know, Tucker is so good at drawing out the ways in which that is not actually a great take. Uh, right. By, because that is saying like we're all the same, so any difference that you want to bring up or acknowledge is invalid. Mm, right. And so his take on this niche is that so we're all human beings under underneath. So any acknowledgement of race right. and or racism is ridiculous. Seuss was writing an anti-racism book, and you are turning that into an anti-advocating against racism book. Yeah. Uh, Tucker always forevermore canceled than Dr. Seuss could ever be. (laughs) Oh, for sure. No, and again, like, Dr. Seuss, I think, was doing a good thing, particularly for the time. But, like, uh, it's just very funny how some, like, Tucker is very talented at twisting things to fit his uh, deeply, deeply white supremacist rhetoric. Uh, he drops an MLK reference because, of course, he does. It's the same one they always do. Character of, uh, you know, the content of my character, not the color of my skin. It's the only Martin Luther King uh, quote that they ever reference. They never uh, get his other important ones like fuck bitches get reparations. That's true. Or, I like that one. Or, or you know, we, we, all, we be- all need socialism or we're going to die. Look, I love uh, MLK, but to be fair, fuck bitches and getting reparations were the two things he was doing with a lot of his free time. He was, he was successful at least one of them. All right. So, then he gets to his point. What they are doing when they cancel Dr. Seuss is canceling a very specific type of mid-century culture. A culture that championed, championed meritocracy and colorblindness and the superiority of individual achievement over tribal identity. Uh, for a dude, for a dude who's the heir of a TV dinner fortune, you talk a lot about talent, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a dude whose career started because everyone else was out at lunch, so he got to like sub in and yell racist shit for you a while. Also, don't have to work. I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, you know, we talk a lot about elements of fascism being the return to the imagined past. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as he's doing this, there's like a, you know, pic- a black and white picture of like Dr. Seuss reading to a child on his knee. Uh, but you know what the 1950s weren't really known for? <laughs> Colorblindness. <laughs> sort of legally enforced, actually. <laughs> they were they were in no way blind to color. <laughs> I know the pictures are black and white, but also so were the laws. It just, it is, it is such a like, uh, well-worn trope of Tucker Carlson. But I I think it it bears repeating that like this trying to return to a previous era of America that was only good for people that looked like fucking Tucker uh, (laughs) is a lot more dangerous than it appears and it crops up everywhere we've seen it in countless uh bruce ashford articles uh we see it from christians all the time you know the return to traditional judeo-christian values that term definitely won't come up again in this podcast Uh, (laughs) also but it is you know here's the thing i i do i've heard i've read this in a lot of places like hey like probably and you can't ever know this but your boy Dr. Seuss probably would be down with these books going away, even if you take that assumption that he got less racist as he got older with the Sneeches, etc. So maybe, just maybe, it doesn't fucking matter. Also, every artist's minor works that don't matter. The shit doesn't matter, and it's racist. And the estate got rid of it. Nobody canceled it. it if 
Trump had won his second term, I guarantee you Tucker Carlson would be canceling Dr. Seuss for his anti-Nazi uh, World <laughs> War II-era <laughs> political cartoons. So it's a little fucking rich that he's are, coming at it this way. Are Nazis not people too? <laughs> like, <laughs> Tucker, that's Tucker Carlson. Uh, and then in, in keeping with how Tucker Carlson ends every single, you know, white grievance segment he does, he says the battle over Dr. Seuss, what he stood for, will have consequences for generations. And if we lose that battle, America is lost. Oh, dude. I mean, okay. America is lost. Hey, listen, if you can't go down to your local Amazon because that's the only bookstore that still exists in America and buy a copy of and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street for $9.99 with one day shipping America is lost Zachary every Tucker Carlson segment is the same yeah the racists aren't the racist you're the racist for saying they're racist I so rarely get triggered by these idiots anymore but Ted Cruz like reading smugly Dr. Cruz book uh, Dr. Cruz wow I love that though He's Dr. Cruz about now on. But Ted, Ted Cruz, like, <laughs> smugly reading Dr. Seuss books that everyone loves and no one has canceled, like Green Eggs and Ham and Cat in the Hat and shit. Um, and then signing them and selling them for $60 a pop, which I'm not even sure how legal that is. Like, he didn't write that book. Like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Wow. Uh, wow. That's like Trump signing the Bible. That's, that's very – you know what? I'm just going to say it. Ted Cruz has never had big dick energy, but taking someone else's like generationally yep. talented book of childhood, uh, you know, that has touched the hearts of millions, signing your name on it and then selling it uh, at, at a premium. That's I can respect that it's grift. It's so else. disgusting that 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 shapeless porcine melted candle motherfucker signing his name to these like some of them great works of art like and you're just like no like i did this and i just we're i'm gonna get to my thesis at the end of this episode i'm fo so fucking sick of these people and there's a reason they're talking about dr seuss books instead of everything else going on around the world and i'm just i just i, I want to oh, yeah. parody the shit out of like ted cruz and dr carlson all day long because they're just the worst they're the worst <laughs> Well, let's keep going with something that is definitely not equally as bad. Uh, John Cooper, <laughs> frontman of Skillet, having some thoughts about Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. Oh, already, just maybe don't, dude. Just like, like yeah. Mr. Cooper, just sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Cooper should sit down, but Mr. Cooper is very offended when you uh, suggest that maybe he shouldn't give a shit about this problem uh so john cooper <laughs> we've talked about him before uh particularly his fashion line and yeah because because we wear it every day i'm because wearing we, it right okay now. all right so here here is how poisoned my brain has become doing this podcast <laughs> uh my wife for uh my wife <laughs> taking you off this podcast oh oh very very angry <laughs> oh. uh, bought me a couple little gifts um recently mm -hmm. you know there there are some very sweet things in there one of the sweet things you know one of those woodsy cedary scented candles mm -hmm. you know just uh just the, the candles that smell like jock itch yeah, the, well, the candles, the candles that, uh, you know, remind us of the woods. You know, every, everyone's got that candle. It was a good candle. I was really excited to receive that candle. I take one look at that candle, and I realize immediately, first thought in my head is like, that is the brand that John Cooper, front man of the Christian industrial <laughs> rock band Skillet and currently reactionary Fox News pundit who hosts his podcast, John Talks, or no, Cooper Talks, forgive me, Cooper Talks, where he talks about all manner of reactionary right-wing issues. That is the brand that he partnered with to make his beard lube. This is this is your whole fucking this life, is, man. This is this is what this podcast has done to me. It wasn't even like his face wasn't on it. It wasn't part of his line. It was just the brand he happened to partner with to do it. But by the way, she came by totally honestly. She bought it out of her like you know one of her many homesteading magazines about you know how mm. to build a quilt out of pine cones or whatever. Uh, you That's know, a great quilt. I it, sleep with that quilt dude, every night. She's a very talented person that makes tons of amazing things. Uh, but like it's just. <laughs> this is this is how sick I've become. This is how sick I've become. I am I am fully going. Uh, you know, Charlie with the red the red uh, 
yarn at this point uh, because I can't look at a nice candle without realizing that John Cooper may have profited in some small way from his existence. <laughs> okay, John Cooper, uh, you know, uh, the, the leader of the Three Inch Nails uh, cover band, um, he aspires <laughs> to Nine Inch Nails, but he had some thoughts about the recent Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion performance of Wet Ass Pussy at the Grammys. Um, Please, I just, I already am just like, but but why, man? Like, <laughs> do you need to? Do you need to have some opinions before, about this specific moment? Before we get to the validity of John Cooper's opinions, we can just say right now, nobody should ever watch the Grammys. Why? Yeah, why would what you are do you that doing? yourself? No shade Look, thrown at Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. I have to say, like, I, I can't say that I've spent a lot of time with Cardi B's music, but I, I like Megan Thee Stallion. She's got bars, man. Uh, oh, Megan Thee, Megan Thee Stallion's cool. And Cardi B has some, like, tight songs. Like, not just, everyone, but there's there's some good songs. In I, uh, in, in the whitest way a human being could ever express appreciation for a Houston-based hip-hop artist, uh, Megan Thee Stallion's <laughs> uh, Tiny Desk concert is very good. Legitimately, yeah, uh, I really like it. She's got a live band. We, Again, the whitest way to appreciate hip hop. Oh, I love when they do it with a live band. Uh, on but this, on this, on this pub, we stand hip hop. Original she, take she for thirty something for white like guys. Twenty minutes, like uh, it, of just like dropping, dropping bars. I enjoy it. Very good stuff. Anyways, never watch the Grammys, but do watch Megan Thee Stallion's Tiny Desk concert. These are the shitty Christians' directives. Uh, but John Cooper did watch the Grammys, and he had some thoughts. Mm. One thought in particular, and that thought was Hitler. Uh, what's that, dog? <laughs> what's up? Uh, do you want to... No, actually, you know what? Don't elaborate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, don't. Seriously, please don't. Please, super please don't. Okay, he did. All right, so my be- one of the best parts of this, there are so many, is that he starts with a callback to the Dr. Seuss controversy. He says, oh, it all ties together. It's all coming together, man. We're living in a world right now where there are certain Dr. Seuss books that you cannot sell on eBay. They are just too much for anybody <laughs> to even be allowed to buy. It's too evil. But you can uh. you can and must applaud the sexual degradation of Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion simulating sex together on the Grammys. I don't know if any single word he's saying accurately depicts any kind of reality, but but go on. <laughs> I think maybe Cardi B and Megan The Stallion existing is the closest that sentence comes. Even then, to- maybe. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to dig into there, but I think we should get yeah, to his let's, thesis let's before we pick it apart. Desperately keep going. Uh, he then he then reads a Bible verse. No. Of course he reads one. These people hate context. He says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Okay, dude, sure. (laughs) And basically the point that he's making is that our culture is trying to redefine the very terms of good and evil using songs about the relative moistness of vaginas. (laughs) Which, by the way, from what I understand, never experienced it in person, of course, but a, a vagina being wet is good. (laughs) <laughs> like that is a good that's thing. what i we should all aspire. i am led to understand that uh, yeah yeah i i have i have read the deep text and have been, been have come to the conclusion that uh okay <laughs> he then immediately so he goes society is trying to define what is good as evil and what is evil is good every dictator in history thought they were doing the same Whoa. thing you look at hitler <laughs> in hitler's Whoa. speeches he thought he was liberating people from the ten commandments okay i think we can okay I think I think we all agree Hitler wanted to give Europe a wet ass pussy. That is what Hitler Hitler went on stage, <laughs> twerked against Mussolini, and was talking about the need for lubrication and sex. That is that is okay, what are you gonna do? The Lenny Reifenstahl film, Domp Ost Vagina. We all agree was about this. <laughs> I just of, co- of course he can't say something bad without calling it Hitler because most of the other bad things that have happened in the world he thinks are good. So, like, that's his, that's his one bad thing that has ever happened. That's, no, that's very good. That's so uh, funny. I'm, I love that. He, I'm then, so he then goes in to uh, about how, like, hey, 
I know that some of my friends struggle with wokeness. And he says it what, exactly dude? the way that you would you would say, like like an evangelical asshole, to be clear, would say, like struggling with their, you know, sexuality or like struggling with temptation, mm. like struggling with wokeness, which is just <laughs> already a very dated term for a video you're putting out on YouTube in the year of our Lord, uh, Lil Nas X 2021. Uh, <laughs> it's just very strange that you were still like, arguing about wokeness like it just it very much has some like anti-sjw cringe compilation 2012 energy to it uh but basically what he's saying is like listen have the grammys always been sexual yes of course madonna rolled around on the stage we all remember that he was there i do love bringing up madonna um, what <laughs> But the point is, and this is like a big point for him, is that like when Madonna did it, it was rebellion against the traditional values that America still believed in. And he's saying this, he's like, this we're no longer in the 1980s and 90s when people still believe in traditional values. I, what? I love I, the imagined past always moving is a favorite trope of mine amongst <laughs> babies. The imagined baby past fascists. is literally just... Whatever era the classic rock station yeah. is, Look, we all, which now is like the 90s and early 2000s, we always, that is the imagined past. We, we remember when Prince released that song, Darling Nikki, about getting married and staying mm -hmm. home with your with your partner and, and procreating in a nuclear family. That's Nikki is the name of yeah. your wife. That's what that song's about. Look it up. In fact, do look it up. It's a good the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh just really special. So for him, that was rebellion. But now, and this is his big issue, we are being asked to celebrate Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Okay. And I love that these these women have ascended to the highest heights of yes. like popularity and cultural relevance. And for him, that is an act of degradation. Yeah, like, they are doing a song about getting get laid are, good they are somehow victims in the situation in which cardi b wins woman of the year and then they get to do their shit on stage at the Grammys, and they're making millions of dollars to be <laughs> yeah. cool <laughs> and he's he's so big hurt he's so <laughs> big mad that he's like we are being asked to to respect this to say that these are strong independent women this is my editorial here we are being forced to applaud the wet pussies of the world and i don't like it well bro that's got to be your own problem man like i'm look, <laughs> there's nothing wrong if you don't like it but i i think in your case as a self-described heterosexual man that's a little sus bro it's it's a little you sus. should probably like saying... that if you're a head guy that's all i'm saying Okay, he goes, every week my woke Christian friends are struggling with a new social issue, and I don't care what it's about. And then this is his, this is his list. You know, critical race theory or uh, race stuff in general, marching with uh, Black Lives Matter. All those things kind of have something in common, though, yeah, John. Yeah, uh, that's... Uh... That's interesting. John, if you're, if you're just trying to name a series of social issues that you think are, you know, and the only thing in your head is all this race I, shit, I, I, might, I might come to the conclusion that you have some pretty specific thoughts on race. I, I really wish. I mean, he's too dumb. I mean, he's dumb in a lot of ways to talk about, like, Madonna. Like, Madonna is just like, it's a rebellion. But putting that aside for a second, uh, I love that he's too dumb to even put in uh, abortion to just mix up the racism with a little yeah. bit of sexism. No, he can't. He can't, he can't do it. He's so, he's so mad. He's so mad. Not just that this is happening, but that black women are doing it. And I think we'll get to that more with Lil Nas X because uh, I think that is also relevant. You know, all these issues in the world that Christians need to be struggling against, like, you know, Black Lives Matter or race stuff in general, his exact words. We, we need to, he is saying that it is evil and bad to struggle against cops shooting black people. All right, I got you. Yes. 
Yes, I mean, uh, just for context, for those that didn't uh, catch our earlier episode about John Cooper, he was wandering around with his rifle, uh, I believe at the Kenosha protest where he lives, because he was he was like, I got to be out here to protect my community from these Antifa rioters. And then he went on Fox News to like pimp his product line and talk about it. Like he has found a surprising amount of cultural relevance for being a, you know, b-tier christian rock band i mean a popularity but you know christian rock bands had a lot of b-tier talent (laughs) in a level popularity but even by those standards well past their prime uh and and having shed all of their you know slightly industrial edge for a sort of like balls to the wall cock rock like they they just everything about john cooper's music these days is just like a sugar-free red bull Awesome. Um, this is what I'm like, hearing. I'm maybe hearing even mix, like like a bang energy drink because mm. I think that guy's a massive Trump supporter and like it's just got that vibe. It's Del- delicious. And, is, M- mix is, it with vodka, kids. It's good for you. It'll make you strong. <laughs> do it. Do it when your parents leave the house. <laughs> if you're under, you especially if you're under age, do it. Go for it. <laughs> sure. Fuck it. What are we even? What are we even doing here? <laughs> Brought to you by Balls um, Energy Drink. Put some balls in your mouth. And then he talks about how people get canceled if they try to speak out against this. And he goes, see what happens if you go on Twitter and say that the performance of WAP at the Grammys was sexually immoral or the degradation of society or whatever. And I just want to point out, those are different things, man. <laughs> yeah, those are just two very different things, bro. Those are, those are very different things. I don't think that you have to like look at that performance and be like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. I, I think immorality is a weird term to bring to something that doesn't involve you and you could just change the channel. But uh, like, I'm not asking you to like simp for this, but for you to decide that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are single-handedly going to bring down all of society with some light like people said they were scissoring i don't even think that's accurate they were just like on a bed doing on network television nobody's scissoring nobody shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah well of course of course like not even simulated i mean like i think i think uh i think even that statement they were they were dancing uh that little flip move i don't know if you saw that that was pretty cool yeah that was cool i was into that i'm sorry not like sexually it was just i thought it was what was elvis doing all those years with his hips shut the fuck up people he he got a lot of pushback for this uh because duh um (laughs) and i like obviously the hitler comparison is evil and wrong uh but i i'm always a little annoyed when someone's like oh they compared him to hitler and it's like well yes and that's obviously evil and wrong but it's important to engage beyond that because the rest of the shit he said where he didn't say hitler was equally okay, evil and wrong I've, and no I'm, one gives a shit I'm sorry, it's also funny it's funny because it's so oh, yeah, wrong yeah. that like it's a reason but nobody nobody genuinely thinks megan the stallion and cardi b are like hitler so it's just funny to call two black women the same as an austrian white supremacist leader in the 1930s and 40s that's funny i'm sorry it's ludicrous it, it sounds like you're an right, onion right, headline it sounds like an onion headline like it's it's legitimately <laughs> hilarious uh, so he released an apology video, except it wasn't an apology <laughs> video. It was a three-minute video, and under under his face in, like, 96-point font, it just said, misrepresented. <laughs> like Matt Gatz, uncanceled. Very <laughs> it's very good. Uh, he also calls all of his, like, little videos, like, Cooper Talks. And he says his name a lot, and I just kind of hate him. That's okay, Michael, because welcome to the Allard Talk. The Allard cast. Zach cast. Allard and the douche. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, that's that's that. all great. That's all great. I, yeah. I love that. I th- no, I, in general, I just think it's hilarious. Because here's the thing. He, yeah, can't, of course. he can't hurt Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. They're out there living their lives, having wet-ass pussies, being cool. Doing their thing. Getting that bag. They have secured the um, bag. What do you come on? You can't beat that. Leaving that dick in the coffin. I love that. No, I here's the thing yeah, you don't have to simp for them, but I do. So it's fine. <laughs> like, for Cardi sure. B, big Bernie supporter. Come on. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I she was a big Bernie supporter. So, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm here for it. Let's go. Let's fucking go. All right. Now it's time for the big one, Zach. I, 
I am uh, I'm excited to talk about this video, which for some reason completely melted Republicans' brains in a world where Prince existed 40 fucking years ago. <laughs> because here's... And, and like, how? It, he's a tiny black dude doing dope gay shit. How... how does, Not so tiny anymore. That, okay, Not that's so true. Ti- that was one of my takeaways from watching Montero many t- Call Me By Your many Name times. just to get into this. Uh, yeah, I was just like, dang, uh, got built. No, he uh, looks good, but he's... Go back to Old Town Road. He's not a tall gentleman, you know, and that's... that's neither am I. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, there's there's some Prince analogs there, even though Prince stayed more spell. And it's just, like, how are Republicans taking the bait again, decades later? Yeah. What's so, wrong with you people? Zach, maybe you can just set set us yeah. up and sort of, like, lay the groundwork. But I, this thing has been eating headlines all yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just take me through the basics. Okay, so... Lil Nas X, uh, formerly of Old Town Road, released a yeah. music video called Montero. Uh, I, I don't know if the full name is Montero, call me by your name. But, and in it, he descends into hell, twerks on the devil, and kills him. And Correct. He released a pair of Nikes, sort of, not collab with Nike, so we don't get sued. And so they were like devil shoes with like one drop of human blood in them and like sold 666 of the, you know, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah. So there was, go ahead. There was the music video, which obviously had a lot of religious imagery. It starts in a like vaguely Garden of Eden situation. There's, there's Lil Nas X is a snake. My favorite part of the video <laughs> was just Lil Nas X in like 18 different <laughs> costumes that were all very good. The costumes I were really, amazing. I did enjoy that. I gotta say, like, uh, Lil Nas X musically, no Megan the Stallion in my humble opinion, but I really enjoyed the video. I think um, I love Old Town Road, but they are too somewhat you know uh novelty-ish singles but i still love him who cares yeah but what i what i truly love about lil nas x though is that he has got the soul of a poster oh, yes and he oh, yes. he just knows he knows how to troll and this was calculated to do that in the best way <laughs> i've seen people being like this is just shock and i was like yeah y'all fucking fell for it yeah what the fuck? well the, <laughs> like, if it's just shock then why are you talking about it baby like yeah, because if if you don't think it, it's valid, then you should probably shut the fuck up. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I think uh, obviously the thing that got the most uh, most attention is the lap dance on Satan. Uh, I think there's some other great elements, like when he gets stoned to death with butt plugs, um, <laughs> or the fact that like the the sort of like tree of the knowledge of good and evil analog has Plato's thoughts on like the duality of man and sexuality written in Greek, which actually like gets to, I mean, we'll let Lil Nas X say his piece at the end, but I think there is like, you know, there's a lot of imagery going into this and most of it was made just to troll Christians in the best way. But I think he is actually trying to say a little something along with it too. Uh, But of course, of course the Christians took the bait. They took uh, the bait. Super hard. They, They took the bait. Like, I just, I know I brought this up already, but it's a, this this same trick. And I'm not, I, I, this is not to denigrate Lil Nas X, but it's a simple trick, right? Like, he's like, he's he's turning this shit against you that you fell for when his parents were kids, when my parents were kids, man. Like, how, how are you yeah. still deciding that, like, devil worship and pop music and devil imagery and pop music is the actual devil instead of somebody fucking with you? Yeah. Okay, so here, we're going to go through some takes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with my favorite one. You know, we'll, we'll get to the big name conservative asshats in a second. But this one is actually from, like, a pretty small Episcopalian minister who I think threaded this amazing line where they were like, hey, listen, uh, I appreciate Lil Nas X taking his power back from these, you know, conservative Christians that have judged him. Uh, you know, he was standing in his truth. I think that's great. What he doesn't realize, however, is that he didn't take his power back and keep it. He gave it away to demonic forces. Oh, wow. <laughs> I kind of I, I didn't see that coming. It's just, I, lo- I love that, like, hey, listen, I'm a minister. We love gay people. We support them. Also, the devil is real, and if you make a music video about him, he will steal your power. <laughs> It's just, hey, it's just a very good be gay, time. but keep the devil out of it. I, I guess that's better than most <laughs> yeah. Christian takes, though. I suppose. I think a lot of these Christians are forgetting the part where Lil Nas X kills the devil in the video. It is very like, funny that it's like he sh- did it for you guys. Wouldn't you he be into Satan. that? He beat Satan. He attacked and dethroned <laughs> Satan with his body. 
with his sexy body. Uh, yeah, so just, just to finish off that take, I'm sure that Lil Nas X thought his target was the church, but he was used to attack the one who created the church by the one expelled from the church. In short, Lil Nas X was used by a spirit to attack the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what I love about this is that like this is clearly a well-intentioned uh, person. They're trying to do you know some, some non-bigoted uh, criticism of this thing. Uh, great swell <laughs> this is buying into the same insanity that leads you know people to make whole instagram careers at saying there's demonic imagery at the super bowl like yeah. if you believe in the spiritual realms and then take that belief one step further and say that and they do battle in the space of music videos uh i'm sorry i can't really declare you an ally in this fight yeah i mean it's the same thing as q it's like we all agree kids are being like exploited and horrifically abused, but don't defend Trump and Matt Getz. Like, let's go for the real villains here. Yeah, exactly. And 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 don't don't believe in this fucking weird taxonomy of spirituality that just says that like angels and demons are doing fights in the YouTube algorithm, right? And for the souls of children, like also, fuck off. It also and this is a saw of ours. We're not gonna spend a ton of time on or misunderstands media and art. The devil, like that's not a pipe. That's not a devil. Nope. That's a symbol. Nope. Read a book. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> There's Franklin Graham. Yes. Yes. <laughs> regular regular on the pod. A man who has never been able to say a correct thing in his life. Uh, respect it. I kind of respect just, the game. <laughs> what I love about this is that, like, I don't think his heart's in it. It's got it's got a real tired man energy. Like I I have seen we have talked about this dude delivering some real diatribes uh, for a lot of awful reasons. But just I'm curious what you see. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this quote. This is a dangerous marketing endeavor, if you ask me. Rapper Lil Nas X producing 666 pairs of Nike shoes they're calling Satan shoes. They even go so far as to put a drop of human blood in the soles. <laughs> These shoes are part of promoting a new music video in which this rapper descends down a stripper pole and gives Satan a lap dance. The morals in this country have fallen so fast, and many times the entertainment industry is leading the way. Bro, that was 90% just description. <laughs> like, that could have been an advertisement until the last line. <laughs> like... He's just like, I don't know. I, I expect a little more vitriol from my Franklin Graham takes than just like, he just sounds tired. The morals in this country have fallen so fast. It is funny. Uh, <laughs> I really wonder what he thinks of the painting The Last Judgment by Hieronymus Bosch. You know, like I just, <laughs> yeah. I just like, what do you, what do you, like there have been like weird creepy shit with the devil in it literally forever, literally forever. And, and so, like, but I do think you're right. The funny part of this is, like, he's just reciting. Like, it sounds like a press release. Yeah. It sounds like a press it release. Just, it, I just don't think his heart's in it anymore. And while I was finding that, I was scrolling through uh, Franklin Graham's Facebook page, mm. uh, which, by the way, is one of the biggest. It, like, rivals Fox News. He has a massive following on Facebook. Like, insane. I think, you know, it's easy uh, to see him as kind of, like, not a relevant figure anymore, yeah. but he has got a huge platform for the boomers. Uh, Go good. And then this was this was his exact previous take. Did God lend a hand in freeing the ever given? What? What was that, bro? After a week of blocking trade in the Suez Canal, on Monday, a higher-than-normal tide brought by an old-fashioned supermoon helped free the massive container ship. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the whole take that's the whole take it's just like was it god that needed global capitalism con to continue its death march to this planet <laughs> i mean every time a person talks about like something that's just happened randomly like you could always just be like did god stall the ever given like i don't like what are you like where are you what are you doing with this man what is your point where are you going i I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that you are not going to want to assign God responsibility for all the shit that's happening in the world <laughs> as just like a normative action. I don't think that's going to work out super well for you, Franklin Graham. I also love, like, I, I was very curious. I was like, why the fuck is the supermoon old-fashioned? He calls it an old-fashioned supermoon. And I was like, what the fuck? What the, I don't what even the fuck know what even he's mean? getting at. 
But I think I figured it out after thinking about it for far too long for a Franklin Graham Facebook post. But I was like, oh, he's setting it up against all of the works of man. Uh, you know, like, oh, they brought their engineers and they, they, they brought their technology. And, oh, we did everything we could to free the ever given. But, like, in the end, what did it? The tides. <laughs> and who controls the tides? Who controls the, the tides, Facebook the boomers? The moon. Yeah, the witches that own the moon. <laughs> Duh. The baby witches on Twitter. They're who. Yeah. They're who we should be angry at. Uh, like, if, if they had any hand in freeing the Ever Given, who single-handedly did more to disrupt global capitalism than all of us leftists will ever do. Maybe, um, maybe they were too busy with their wet-ass pussies. Who knows? Who knows? I hope, I hope that's true. Uh, if you're going to be busy with anything. Okay. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to some, some more Southern Baptist goodness. Bob Record, former head of the North American Mission Board, told the Christian Post that most all of the founding fathers are turning over in their graves about now. Yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, man. The founding fathers. How is that even a connected take? Like, I don't even, what What are we doing with that? What, what, what <clears throat> do the founding fathers have to do with Lil Nas X making a music video? Yeah, like I could ne- I could maybe understand if like, you know, you were talking about like St. Augustine. Like like not that that would be acceptable, but just no. that like okay, like he clearly made a move music video to troll religious figures. But like what the fuck does George Washington have to do with this shit? Also, you said most and that's sus. Which founding fathers do you think aren't rolling over in their graves about this? Bob Record, former head of the North American Mission Board. The rest of this quote from Bob Record. Those who hold and treasure our Judeo-Christian heritage. Uh, boo. Boo. The boo. worst bingo card. Are surely staggered by the wanton disrespect and demeaning for everything that made this nation great and gave it moral and spiritual anchors. Do not dismiss God's punishment when they choose to abandon the God who had done so much for them and his anger burned against them. I sincerely hope the world is watching and praying for America. Yeah, do you want to, like, maybe talk about, like, all the Republicans trafficking kids instead of this, bro? Probably don't. Yeah, you probably don't, that... do you? You probably don't have... You pro- do you want to talk about the people that came up in uh, churches in your conventions who then go on murderous rampages? Do we want to talk about the rampant sex abuse still present in the Southern Baptist Convention? Or no, we need to talk about how... Lil Nas X's music video is going to bring down God's punishment. And this is the moment. I think a lot of people tried to juke the homophobia in this a little bit. Mm -hmm. They tried to be like, talk about the the satanic imagery as a way of not saying what they actually think, which is a black gay man is doing gay shit on my TV screen. Mm -hmm. And I am deeply not okay with that related to his sex and sexuality, his race and sexuality. God damn it. Um, But like this guy when, at the point in which you're saying God's wrath is going to be called down because of this music video, mm, you're kind of tipping your hand a little bit. More than a little bit. Also, he says, I sincerely hope the world is watching. I just checked the view count. They are, man. Congrats. You got what you wanted. <laughs> I can't get over it. I, I can't get over the, like, this is some, like, in Salem, they would have burned Lil Nas X. And I kind of hate the witch hunt analogy, but it's like, you people are just dupes. You're just dupes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I think we'll get to that. Because, yes, were they baited and bought into it? Absolutely. I also know it's propaganda, but it's also just like you're fucking idiots. So this is South Dakota Governor Christy Noem talking about the Satan shoes. You know, the Satan (laughs) shoes. And like all conservatives, she insists that they were produced by Nike because conservatives love to hate on Nike. Yeah. uh, but this is a great take. She goes, our kids are being told that this kind of product is not only okay, it's exclusive, she tweeted. But do you know what's more exclusive? No, please don't. Zachary, please. Zachary do you know what's I'm, more exclusive? I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> Zachary, do you know? Michael. Zachary. Michael. It's their God. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Limited edition, baby. Oh, oh I, man. I just... I just, Zachary, Zachary, tell me what colorway your soul is. <laughs> oh, if it's like the rest of my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was pretty good. Uh, I just, I, 
you know, this made me happy because as a person whose soul clearly has a number of defects, sure. placing sure. it in the hype beast context allows me to think that that means I'm actually more valuable uh, because because I'm so broken and people are into I that wonder, in this weird, shitty, fucked up shoe world that Zachary loves. I wonder how much I could get from my soul in StockX to pay for my medication. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a very good question. We should put it up there. See, uh, lots of people freaking out about the drop of human blood, which is hilarious because I am sure I'm not the first to point this out. Easily the most ethically sourced part. Uh, if you're starting with a Nike shoe, uh, you're already <laughs> a lot worse off than one source, one drop of consensually given human blood. I promise. <laughs> Just like, yeah. I mean, every pair of Nikes oh, already has more human blood in it literally or figuratively not sure then one drop uh final one unless we want to get to caitlin bennett uh but uh pastor and trump hanger on mark burns these hashtag satan shoes by hashtag nike and hashtag lil nas x with 666 and a drop of blood in the soul is a reason why we christians must be prayed up and ready to battle in the spirit Dude, it's just a dude. It's just a sneaker, man. Like <laughs> you could just, you could just take. Maybe okay. You just take this time and make yourself a bowl of cream of wheat, dude. Just calm the fuck down. <laughs> Maybe. So clearly, I thought this was reactionary. I also think it's very funny. Like, bro, you're like a pastor with a national platform. You've hung out with Trump. Like, if you're using hashtags to try to get like your thoughts seen with a little more relevance on Twitter, you have already lost the battle, my guy. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, prayed up and ready to battle in the spirit. I was like, okay, obviously that's really fucked up. But maybe he's actually just talking about like prayed up and and ready to battle in the spirit to beat the bots that bought all the shoes. Like maybe he's just like, guys, we got to get our right. shit together. We got to get in there. It's not going to be easy. They sold out in under a minute. We need to get our pair for the kingdom. Well, Lens has already got several pairs of these. <laughs> uh, yes, right. Carl. Carl Lentz. Go ahead. Uh, wherever he is, whatever he's up to, I'm sure that he is crying his tears of having lost his national platform and no longer being friends with the Beebs into his, uh, you know, Satan shoe pair. I'm, I'm very happy that he has that to comfort him in this dark time. Respect the game. Uh, so yeah, Lil Nas X posted his way through it like a boss. Uh, I think I think there's too many trolls to mention, but I think my favorite would be the uh, the Chick Fil A shoe that's, that they mocked up. That's I love how they just can't leave Chick Fil A alone. <laughs> it's very good i i do it's i think it's good. worth mentioning caitlin bennett actually uh a, okay yeah then take us a through that. prominent right-wing poster known as what gun girl who's just posting, yeah the right-wing gun girl wore a gun to graduation shit her pants blah, has blah. several hundred thousand twitter followers who cares she posted something about this and lil nas x was like i'm gonna fuck your dad which is pretty funny we all agree <laughs> well lil nas, to, be clear, lil nas, to be clear go ahead it started with her asking him, mm -hmm. do you still talk to your dad in one of the most mask-off racist parts yeah. of this whole Super process? Super disgusting. To which Lil Nas X responded, uh, yeah, and also I'm going to fuck yours. Which, by the way, Lil Nas X, go on Come Town. And, yeah. and then, she, then she decided to be like, Lil Nas X is going to rape my dad. And Lil Nas X was like, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> no, I listen, Caitlin Bennett is is a horrific human being, but I appreciate her willing to main character herself yep. just so that we could all have an important conversation about enthusiastic consent. Because I appreciate <laughs> Lil Nas X being like, dude, no no one is talking about rape. I am here to like your dad is going to fucking love I am it. going to tickle and the shit out of his balls, okay? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we we are all going to be super into what's happening here. Uh, <laughs> and then everyone decided that they also were enthusiastically making love to Caitlyn Bennett's dad. And it was a good moment on Twitter. I think if you Google Caitlyn Bennett's uh, like name right now, dad pops up. <laughs> That's so good. Hero shit. Maybe that's just for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that I mean that's yeah. That's just because you guys are in a loving relationship. No, I think so. Like Lil Nas X has been his truest poster self. Exactly. Uh, you know the same the same big poster energy child of the internet that led him to like go into music forums before anyone had heard his shit, being like, "Hey, have you heard of this Old Town Road?" Respect. And, like, Respect. Uh, I, I his vibe is very good, but he did say. 
um, one thing that I think is worth bringing home here, uh, which he said in response to, you know, whatever, evangelical outrage. I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preach would happen to me because I was gay. So I hope you are mad, stay mad, and feel the same anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. Well, damn. Yeah. And, like, yeah, is it a troll? Of course it's a troll. But, like, it's it's a good troll, and it's a troll for a reason. Because, like, he's being real. The shit, the shit is fucking toxic. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's just worth bringing up in, in yes. the context of all this totally. clowning on conservative assholes as well. Uh, but I guess, you know, the final thing I would say is, like, I guess I'm curious, like, what does this mean? Because I, I feel like yeah. maybe this is just my ignorance or, you know, we can't remember anything that happens three weeks ago because we're all, we're all either COVID-brained or quarantine-brained at this point. So, like, fuck it. None of us are thinking clearly. But I feel like the speed of the culture war has been picking up recently. Um, yeah. I- like, for all of these things to happen in the la- past three weeks, uh, when it's not like there hasn't been meaningful national news worthy of coverage, uh it seems intentional and you know i don't know i i'm curious i i could see it as just like oh the trumpists are dissipating back to their dens right like you know they're, they're going back from once they came they don't have the same structural power and sort of locusts of power in a trump so now they're they're back to doing the shit they were doing before but i don't know zach i i'm a little worried that this is actually an effective strategy for them to sort of retreat to the grounds of culture war and and continue to froth people up uh, as they continue their process of assembling more structural power. What do you think? So I think a lot about culture war because I hate it. Because it dro- yeah. it makes me crawl up a wall. Done. I am here all day for Lil Nas X, Megan Thee Stallion, and Cardi B. Yeah. Two or three of those people, I really enjoy their music. And all three I enjoy as people. So I just want to, I want to be extremely clear. I stand. I do not give a shit about culture wars in general. I honestly don't care about the Dr. Seuss books either way. If they're racist, get rid of them. It's that simple. That said, I don't think 5,000 copies of that book, I'm sorry, I don't give a shit if they were still being sold. I don't actually care because I'm interested in material politics. And so I think there's a few things going on here. I think, first of all, obviously Ted Cruz is doing it because he can't talk about the fact that he completely abandoned Texas in his hour of need. He can't talk about the fact that all he does is vote against anything. Um, You've got Republicans taking credit for stimulus money in their communities while voting against it. Like, these people aren't doing anything. They have no power right this second. And so all they're going to do is whine and kvetch about it because they fucking suck because that's all they care about when they can't just rob you blind and they can only sort of rob you blind during these moments and commit sort of small grift fraud instead of big grift fraud. Uh, apologies to grift shop. Uh, but, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Like libs do this too. I hate the lib shit, the lib shit culture war shit too. I hate it every time someone talks about yeah. Kamala being a hero because this is something I, you know, like I hate it. Everybody, t- every time somebody talks about how like diverse uh, all the war criminals are in Biden's cabinet, I don't give a shit about like the lib side of culture war either. And like most leftists don't fall into it, but a lot do. Like we have to stop caring about the culture war either way. You can talk about it, you can post about it on Twitter, but like it can't be your life because there's a reason. And lots of leftist podcasts have talked about this that the culture war shit accelerates. That has become everything. It's because we have lost so much power in terms of politics, in terms of like material representation that we're just gonna sit and yell about Lil Nas X and WAP. Like listen to pop music, enjoy it or not, but like Medicare for all like housing for all and like abolishing ice or what fucking matter. And I'm sorry. I don't give a shit really about the culture war shit. I won't, I can't, I won't, you can't make me. (laughs) No, stop trying to make me. (laughs) Uh, Zachary go on Cooper talks. (laughs) No, I mean, listen, I, the point that I was making uh, was not to defend the culture war. No, I but know that. that. I, I, think, I know that. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the thing that I'm worried about is that I think conservatives actually cracked how to yeah. make the culture war relevant to material politics. Mm. They fight the battle on the ground of the culture war, and then they get the votes, and then they do the shit they want to do anyway. But they, they win that battle first in the culture war by, by this, like, you know, panic and freaking out. And obviously all the other terrible material things Republicans do, right. you know, voter suppression in Georgia. Like, you know, they, they have to rig the game every which way. Uh, but I think uh, while I agree that we as leftists need to be focused on organizing and building power, direct action, uh, labor efforts, uh, parodying ICE. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
anyways, like those are all meaningful. Like those are the things that we need to be focused on. Uh, it was more just like, yeah, but I, I do think we need to reckon with the ways in which like right wing people use the culture wear so much better than than even libs do. Oh, that's uh, so and libs true. use it for the same that's purpose so of, a, you know, ignoring material conditions, but they're much less effective at turning it into votes. Right. And I think uh, I think we need well to said. recognize that like. In some ways, the culture war has been weaponized. And as much as, you know, I, this is Lil Nas X, go off king. Uh, Always. We respect. Let, let, me do, let me do my little Chet Hanks bow to a Lil Nas X uh, <laughs> for, for doing what we try to do uh, every week on this podcast, trolling the shit out of evangelicals. Um, but I, I, I think that a lot of these people that are doing this outrage, it's not that they were triggered. It's that they know how to play this game so that they win too. Yeah, and I, by the uh, way, I wasn't saying you aren't going to make no, me, no, when no, I no, said, yeah, when I said you are making me care. I framed it as a debate, but I, I think we're making different No, of course, points, of course. But, yeah. I just, I just want, I, you know that. I want to make sure the but listener yeah, knows that. I, think, I agree. I think, I, think I agree. that's one of the most insightful things any of us have ever said. It's crazy. Uh, the right will always win the culture war because they can use it to get votes. But, I'm sorry, Democrats don't win that way. Democrats win by pushing things like $15 minimum wage in Florida, which won and Trump won. If Democrats have won yeah. that, they would have won that state. You can't fight Republicans on the culture war. It's not even interesting. I'm sorry. Democrats win by promising $2,000 checks and then delivering not that. <laughs> right, but exactly. And, and Republicans <laughs> are going to do it to jimmy up their like arthritic dying base and that's just not going to work for for the democrats base um i'm not saying that that democrats haven't whipped their base into shape unfortunately but their base isn't going to be motivated by that which is a good thing so give them fucking actual two thousand dollars next time uh, so to, to bring it home, I look forward, you know, Trump's been whispering about his, his new platform. So uh, tune in next week to hear us dive into to the next stage of the culture war on whatever like parlor knockoff he creates. I can't wait for uh, us to join kidding. that. I'm we're, That's going to be so good. <laughs> this is our deep investigative reporting. <laughs> we uh, I'm pretty no there's no we can't do it because they're gonna be like all right you have to say five slurs to enter and just be like fuck I'm out <laughs> what about old-timey ones I'm down with old-timey ones for like <laughs> okay, okay. the white ethnics no. for the white ethnics Shutting it it's down. Fine. this has been shitty Christians <laughs> <laughs> yeah paisan yeah that's right you use WAP in a different way <laughs> no better place to leave it than there uh <laughs> Thank you guys for so much listening. So much for listening. As always, you can find me at Michael Tabor. My name's Zachary Allard. You can find me at Zachary underscore Allard. And follow the pod at shitty underscore pod. Give us an email at crappychristians at gmail.com or check out shittychristians.com for some of the back for the back catalog. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who reached out this past week after our purity culture episode. I think we've gotten a lot of uh, really uh, interesting, insightful, and sometimes heartbreaking responses. But uh, yeah, it's something that affected a whole generation of us. And I, I'm really happy that uh, we were able to make some space for Kim to share a lot of smart thoughts and for uh, to be a part, small part of that. Uh, so thank you guys us. so much. We'll see you next week. They play themselves. This the intro for all you fuckboys that haven't doubted the Migos. You played yourself. Another one. Another one. Fuckboy, bow down. Spin up in the coop, my phone. I can ask that bone. Boom. Rapping that dope cocoon. Coon. Young rich nigga in the room. Room. That's a nigga, no raccoon. Coon. Spin the Eminem and Jones. Jones. Took a trip to Cancun. Coon. Culture album coming soon. Another one. Yeah. Off the bins, off the line. Just to keep your whole lips. I'm having the sauce in the fridge. You're ready to make sure you bring the chips. Hey, it's a fuck nigga in the back. Just look at him, look at him fly. He probably think it's a club light, but really it's the red dial. Bitch, I hit the light. Nigga fumbling with the pot. I put my wrist in the pot. Hit the block, brought back a night. JJ White's on the block. Kept me running from the cops. Buy the car, we want the light. I need everything in stock. Pints in the act. Pussy, nigga putting on the act. Fuck the bitch and broke a back. I fucked the bitch and gave her back. Thumbing through a hundred. Thumbing through a hundred bracks. No, you ain't one. Your chain might get snatched. I want them to put some pie today. How many niggas gon' ride today? How many niggas gon' slide and grab on that nine when I say it's time to play? Jump in the crowd and get loud today. Heard you talking through the water today. I'ma pull up with that fire and my desire. Bet he gon' die today. Yeah. Hey. Screw that little tip on that dirty little oozing. Yeah. 
put a seven in a thought coochie. Yeah. Niggas get money, don't know how to use it. Yeah. Oh. I whipped up the babies around it abuse. The value went up in the stocks. Stop. Tired of running from the cops. Throwing lean on the rocks. Mink fur, that's a fox. Caught a million in the vault. I'ma let the semi talk. Okay. Now he's swimming with the dolphins. Perky got me feeling nauseous. Don't come around with the nonsense. Culture! How the fuck you fuck boys ain't gonna act like Migos ain't reppin' the culture? They rep the culture from the streets. Fuck boy, bow down. Culture out and soon come. Spin up in the coop, typhoon. I act an ass, that bone. Boom. Rappin' that dope, cocoon. Coon. Young rich nigga in the room. Room. That's a nigga, no raccoon. Coon. Spin the Eminem and June. June. Took a trip to Cancun. Coon. Culture album coming soon. DJ Khaled.